talk about, which is negate to everybody because it's one of those things people don't buy new off of Pesach is the refrigerator. Right? Everyone's using most people do so they're using the same refrigerator for Pesach if they use the whole year. The problem with the refrigerator is two things. Number one, we don't worry so much about boiling hot food in the refrigerator, causing bleas. Normally people know not to put or spill boiling food in the refrigerator, so that's not going to be an issue. The issue is two things. The first one is mamashas or crumbs, whatever it's going to be, food residue which remains there and uh, nah, can fall back into food on Pesach. And number two, like we said yesterday, there's a problem of Kavash Kavavushal by Pesach because once something's been there for 24 hours, even though the time becomes Pogum, Pesach was still worried about that. And therefore, if a person spilled something in the fridge, it could be cold. But let's say they spilled something thick in the refrigerator, they didn't clean it up straight away, it spent 24 hours there, and then the time gets nivla into the, into the glass tray of the refrigerator. Then on Pesach, they put a wet food on the same place, Again, given 24 hours, it'll be better back the time which went in is the end of Kovush. And even though it's the time Pogum, but the time Pogum of Chomets is a problem. Now, therefore, so the first look at the refrigerator is it has to be cleaned well to make sure there's no mushrooms of Chomets there. And like I said, the primary places which a person has to think about cleaning are the, the folds in the rubber seal on the door. And depending on your, the model of your refrigerator, sometimes <laughs> this, the, the top ceiling of the refrigerator is like serrated. It has like little lines cleaning between them. It's, for some reason, things seem to get stuck there, which is mamashas of food. It's been cleaned well with toothbrush or something in between all the like the various lines in the top of the refrigerator. Same thing if you have a, if you have the, the, the trays which aren't one unit. It's like a glass on a metal piece. Food gets stuck in between. And there's all things to be careful of because once there is food which is common in the refrigerator, most people aren't wrapping and double sealing everything they put inside. Okay, that's the first thing to do. Now, the guy with the problem of kovush, so you have one of three eighters, they all work arachika. Right? I'm not telling you to cash your refrigerator, so you don't have to go to that length, but you have one of three eighters. The first one is cover all the surfaces. Kovush, again, only works with the liquid medium. As long as everything is covered, it's not going to be a problem. And therefore, what are you covered with? Remember, we're not talking about place of heat here. So therefore, you could even use saran wrap or or, or thin layer of aluminium foil. The main thing is it's not touching the surface, which has a blade in it. That's the first option. Um, the second option, which is maybe easier in the beginning but harder in the long run, is don't put wet food in the refrigerator. If everything is dry and the surface of the refrigerator is dry, we're not going to have a problem either because kovish needs a medium of liquid in order to extract the flavor. So as long as everything I put in the fridge is it's, it's on, in, in a container or it's not wet, then it shouldn't have a problem. That's the second option. Well, on Pesach or the whole year? On Pesach? Uh, on Pesach. On Pesach. And <coughs> the third option is, even if I don't want to cover things, that at least if, if I make sure that everything I put in the fridge is in a container and not, not actual food down on the surface, then the same thing. I won't have a problem. Even, even in a container, things like this, and stuff, if I put hot food in this conversation, if I put cold food in this conversation. No, it just makes it wet. It makes the surface wet. Once the surface is wet, and you leave it like that, then it'll be a problem. Right. For a mash, it depends. If you're talking about the food itself, so at least for the surface, which touches it, you'll have a clipper. Now, if a person's always, obviously, the, the kind of person that nothing ever spills in your refrigerator, then you run into this problem. Right. Okay, so that's as far as clearing the refrigerator goes. Like I said, the ikkavoida is that and making sure there's no mamashas in it. The same goes for the freezer. The same goes for the freezer. Just one word of... Uh, there's one man in the freezer and one chisar. The man in the freezer is it's much less common 
that people put down food which is not wrapped directly in the freezer. Normally, if a person puts something in the freezer, it's in a container. Right? So that's the case. You don't have to worry so much about the coverage of the surface. There's also a big shine in the post scheme. If uh, in the conditions where something is going to freeze, this coverage is nice. It could be it needs to stay liquid, and the freezer is not going to stay liquid for 24 hours. So that's, uh, there's less of a problem as far as the coverage goes. There's a bigger problem as far as, far as finding my marshals of food there. Because uh, with thing, when things freeze, I think they tend to stick to the coils or to the elements or to whatever it's going to be, or to the corners or to the, the in the back. They have the like the pegs you can put the drawer into, but when it gets frozen, so covers tends to stick there as well. And therefore, if you feed in the freezer, you have to make sure the same thing that not just that there isn't covers hiding behind the ice, so to speak, if ice tends to accumulate in your freezer. Okay, so that's what's going to go to the refrigerator and the freezer, and there's no other problems there. Now, let's talk about other appliances in the kitchen. Okay, so we'll start with, we'll start with an oven. The Hakdama, that it's Kedai to invest in the Pesach oven. It's Kedai to invest in the Pesach oven because when you finish telling you all the things you're going to have to do to cash the oven, it sometimes works out cheaper. Right? Now, especially if you're not uh, catering big scale, and before Pesach and Yisrael, They'll sell a toast oven, or small ovens for 180, 200 shekels, which you can manage with on Pesach. Anyway, you're not baking cakes, which is a real reason you need a fan oven, because you need an even flow temperature. That's to, to cook meat or chicken or fish, whatever it is, you don't need that, it works fine. If you, for some reason, Badaf could do want to cash your Hamad's oven, so you have to worry about four problems in the oven. The first one, obviously, is the mamashas. And that's, uh, again, in the oven, it's a real problem, because things tend to spawn the oven. And if a person during the course of the year is using the oven for anything containing flour or any kind of dough-based thing, which people do do, then there's going to be a possibility of things spilling. And uh, it spills, it gets hot, it burns into the surface of the, pla- of the grates or of the tray of the oven or of the walls of the oven. And this is considered something which is nivel b'chaim, it's clean. That's the case, you're going to have to do libun to try and get it out again. Libun in ovens is not so easy. If you happen to have a self-clean oven, then yes, then the, we, we, at least as far as that goes, for the in, in the area of the oven, self-clean gets about 800-900 degrees Celsius, which is enough to be a libun. But if you don't have a self-clean oven, which means your, your, your average oven gets about 300 degrees, that's not hard enough to libun. That's not hard enough to libun. So now how are we going to, the lab and the chametz in the oven, how are we going to clean it up properly? So there are those who want to be made what we call libun kal, which means I put it the hottest temperature the oven can go for an hour. Um, most persons don't like the idea of living color, definitely not by itself. Right? So if you but what's the alternative? What's the alternative? The alternative is what we call Libun Homer, which is we want to get to the, the temperature where if there would be any food within the metal, it's gonna burn it out. And ovens don't get that hot. To so what's the other option? To use a blowtorch and try and burn the inside of your oven. Right? Industrial ovens can survive it. Your normal hot oven doesn't doesn't take well to being burnt. It's going to break. Uh, so therefore, the idea of doing libun chomer in the oven, which is l'chayr, what the halacha requires, if you want to do it properly, that isn't really a practical answer. Same thing on the oven tray. But that's for sure something you have to do libun on, because that touches the food, and therefore it's definitely boiler chomets. The problem is, again, having experience with this, if you do, you try to use a blowtorch in the oven tray, it tends to be like, bends in half, something you can't use anymore. So it doesn't really work. Um, like again, if you have a, a self-clean oven, the tray is a reinforced tray, so that will work that you can deliver on it. If you go into around the den of Libun Kal, which means just heats up as hot as temperature, you're also going to have to cover it. 
you're also going to have to cover it as a Ramosh's sack, and therefore you're going to have to find some way of covering not just the surface of your oven, but all four walls. In other words, the whole cavity of the oven, so that that way we don't worry about either Blias or Zaya or whatever it's going to be from the walls or from the floor or from the Ramosh's which are still in the oven. And the back? Back the uh, it depends on the elements. The halacha is where the element is, you think it burns itself out, but wherever the elements are not, you'll have to cover. And it will be recommended to get yourself a new oven tray, because that's the easy, that's the main problem. So, to get yourself a new tray for Pesach, you won't have that issue. Um, that's as far as the interior of the oven. Sorry? To do what? Uh, people try with silver foil, fix silver foil. What do most people do? Get a little oven. It's, it, 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 it saves you a lot of time. And it doesn't. It's not that much cheaper. It's do not more expensive. Do you sell your? Uh, do you sell your oven? Uh, do I sell it? No. I close it up. I, I mean, I clean out any noticeable chametz. I seal it, tape it, and say it's uh, not using over Pesach. I don't have to sell this. No guy is going to buy the beers in my oven. Why not? Sell the beers in the Possibly yes. I know that uh, Rabbi Lovitz likes to bring from the Chassidzot and he says you can't eat the ash at the bottom of the oven. Yeah, that's the ash, but if there's, if there's actual oil spills or things like that. After it burns out, even after So if it's hot enough to burn out. Besides, if all that's heated up, you can clean it. The actual mamashas bleach will work, but what about the mamashas? No, clean out the mamashas. Good, and now the bleach? At that heat, I'm still worried about. So there's bleach. On Pesach, you're worried about the bliss of Khan. How can you have the oven on Pesach? You had the oven on the bliss of Khan. There's not a mamashas of Khan. We don't ask the pasta on the bliss of Khan. It's us to eat them. Okay. Why are you worried about the walls of the oven? Because then you feel the touches. Or the clean 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 touches. Or you can heat it up to its hottest temperature for an hour. And we'll call it from Kal. We'll be machmer also to cover the surfaces just in case we machmer on that. And then that's a good, you're good to go with that. Um, obviously, you have to make sure that whatever you cover the surface, it doesn't drip on the course of the face up when you put things in and out. If you have a, a way to heat up the oven, like a self-heat oven, to a hotter temperature, that's much better. That's not a Or the alternative is to, to get a different oven, for a small oven for Pesach. Now, we're not done yet with the oven. There's two more problems. Number one is the glass. The glass door, because however how you're going to hot clean the oven, the main the way the oven is built is that the door doesn't get hot, and the reason they do it like that is they don't want people to burn themselves. So the heat is centered inside the, the, the interior of the oven. The door doesn't get hot. The problem with the door is whenever you take hot food out the oven, over the door, and you carry the food over the door, right? So if anything's going to spill, it's going to spill boiling hot on the inside of the door of the oven. So you have to take care of that. It has to be something which has to be cautioned. Right, now it could be food or spill, it could fall, it could be food or spill. So the same thing as you said, no, as far as counters go, I'm going to have to do uh, irreclearition for the liquid spill, I'm going to have to do even malubin for the solid, which might have spilled on it or fallen on it. Right? It's a bit difficult to do it on, on reinforced glass, but it's possible you could. The other option is you could partially cover the door. Cover it twice, like we said by surfaces, cover it twice, and it's okay, depending on your oven. 
the new ovens have an airflow system, which means they're, they're like slats in the door to let in air, and there's a fan in the back, and it's meant it works together to circulate air around the oven. And if you're going to cover the door and block the slats, then the oven's not going to work. So, so if they have soft clean, that's great. And so if they don't have soft clean, sorry? Soft clean works in the door? Something doesn't work for the door. You're still going to have to cover the door. But uh, uh, like I said, it depends on the oven, if the oven's going to work with the door covered. Sometimes it's relying on the fact that the air comes in and it circulates the air. And if it doesn't come and the fan's not going to work, the oven will switch itself off. So it's worth checking what kind of oven you have um, before you're around the data. What do you do if you have a... The other option is, I'm going to have to do a good job of covering around the air vents and spray some kind of cleaner inside just in case any mamashas of food landed up getting inhaled by the air vents, so I'll have to spray one of these abrasives inside to kill any mamashas there. I'm not worried about food touching the area inside the vent because we can't get there. I just have to cover the door nicely around that area and make sure that uh, I'm allowing still an airflow which the oven's going to need. The last point is, once again, the rubber seal. Right at the bottom of the door connects to the wall of the oven. There's also a rubber seal to, to keep the heat inside. You have to clean it well. Food can fall in, that's my washes. And therefore I have to clean three things. I have to deal with the, the thin of the walls inside. The three-step process, like we said, first make sure there's no washes using the brazier to clean it. Second, you make sure there's no bleas, depending on the oven I have. If, if I can't do the oven call, it's recommended also to cover it with something that's the oven. As far as the door goes, I should either catch the door, which is difficult, and therefore double cover the door. If I have air vents, I'm going to have to work around them. And the last thing is the rubber seal of the oven. And then it's to make sure that there's no mamashas of food there. A double cover for the door means four pieces over. How would I cover a double cover the door? A double cover the door doesn't need four pieces because you're not touching the food on the door. So what does it mean? Two pieces. Two pieces over. Are there still spraying something in the vents? If you have vents, you can't cover. So then the only thing you're worried about is maybe food somehow got, got in, got absorbed or taken into the vents. So just spray something which will make fog, which will render it inedible. Inedible. Not just fog. Inedible. You make that in the You spray it with uh, an acidic spray. It's, it's, it's not it's not worth anything. And that's as far as ovens go. Um, the last point, this is possibly practical, and that is if you are going to use oven pesach, make sure to clean the the dials or the switches very well. People tend to use with their hands are dirty, and you have to make sure there's no mamashes or chomets on the switches, the dials, whatever you have, the, the, the control knobs for the oven. Right. Again, the gas range. So, the stove stuff. Whatever you call it, I want to call it gas because it's going to be we're talking about electric stoves next. So, you're talking about gas stoves. So, there's three things we're going to have to worry about. And the first is the surface underneath, which is like the white enamel surface or whatever color it is, which is underneath the gas, basically. Then you have the knobs, which is the burners themselves. And then you have what they call Hebrew the Chatzava, which is basically the metal things which hold the pots, the pot holders. Three different things you have to talk about. Okay. So now, what, what, what are our concerns? So the easiest one to deal with is obviously the surface. Because you, the, the only thing you're worried about then is food which falls when you're cooking and hot food which hits the surface. Okay, so then again, it's a regular din. And that is uh, something which either will need to irrigate for liquids, I have a for solids. We're talking about a metal surface, so it's not hard to make it. You can do it, it'll survive. Nothing's going to happen if you heat it up, right? It's meant for that. And if that's the case, if I wanted to cashier it, the way the cashier would be with it, have a little bit like we spoke about yesterday, the surfaces, the easier aid, so which everybody does, because it's a lot of time, is partial cover it. Take uh, uh, two layers of aluminum or silver foil, cover, partial cover the surface under the burners, and it's fine, because once I have two layers there, I'm not worried about liquid in the, on my, in getting in between the layers on my gas engine, my stove top, and then I don't have to worry about cashiering it. It's not just a cleaner. 
Sorry? There's a post below that should go on the top there. And there's something tears, I'm meant to get in between the layers. That's what I'm going to do too. No, no, no. That's something else. You need two layers because we don't want them to be, if the liquid will get in between the bottom layer and the silver foil, it will be bare straight through. So we need two layers to make a gap. It will have a cleaner clean that it's, uh, which is not bare layer because it's, uh, because it's so much dry. Uh, if a person is wants to be careful, they should make sure as a chashash bas either to clean it each time there's something spills, or even better, to use one a different burner to use it for milk. It's always practical, but it's a. Uh, sorry? And that is a strafe's trap. You have to obviously, obviously you have to make sure there's no more That's true. And if you have the policy that anything that touches the stove is goes in the garbage, then if that's okay, then I don't have to worry about the same as the That's number one. The, the burners themselves are the nifakasha. The reason is, is it's a mamish ala'ish, like we saw itself, it always burns itself out. Agav, just to compare it to the ovens. We said that self clean oven gets to 800, 900 degrees, that's like hard enough to burn out any bliss. The burner, when the gas is on, it can get to also 900 degrees. The actual the, the metal burner itself, and therefore the kashas itself. You don't have to worry about that. Not the grates. No, not the grates. And the big problem is the grates. The big problem is the grates because the Matthias is that even though people, if you ask them what's the hetter to use the same grates, they're going to tell you because it's the mark of the fire. But it's possibly not true. Because every time you cook, you'll see that the pot's bigger than the area of the fire. And therefore, if something's spilling out the pot, it's not spilling to where the fire is, it's spilling to the grate beyond the fire. So even though it's going to be hot, it's not going to be connected the, 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 the fire isn't bigger than the pot. Right? And if that's the case, the area where the, where the food which spills is touching is not connected to ash, it's just something which is hot, which is going to be boiled. And if that's the case, this is the problem of Basel Bukharov also, but we're discussing Basel Bukharov now, but at least as far as Pesach goes, to use the same grates, to use the same grates for the use in the year for Pesach is Mamish Chomet. Because uh, the beliefs are, are still there, and the it might be 24 hours, it might be Pogum, we worry about Pogum and Pesach, and therefore what's my answer? Okay, so once, we're going to go three stages. If I buy, if the best aids, the easiest aids is buy new grates. Uh, I have a Pesach grate, and then it's fine. I just put down my Pesach grates on top of the, on top of my, on top of the range of gas, and then I'm fine. Uh, like I said, the other things I don't have to worry about so much. The reason not to do it is sometimes the grates are shekel expensive. Um, depending on exactly which, which model you have, it could be four, five hundred shekels just for grates. So if you don't want to do that, what's my next option? My next option is to cash the grates. Cashing the grates is not easy, and the reason is, is because it needs Libun. Like we said before, the grates are dry, and therefore things which fall in the grates are going to It's not easy to melab in the grates because just if you try yourself, you'll see that over the course of the year, the amount of re- res- residue of food which builds up there, right, you, you hold it in a fire long enough, it takes a long, it doesn't burn so quickly. It takes time to burn it out. Also, you have to find a big enough fire to do it. And now, what people do do is they go to the, the guys in the street corners who do Haggadah, and they ask them to do Libun, they offer us a service, you have to pay for it, they'll put it into the gas jet. The problem is they don't do it properly. They put it in the gas jet for a second and take it out again. That's not good enough. If you want to do Libun, it has to be there long enough for everything to burn out of it. And therefore, I don't recommend doing Libun on the grate unless you have someone who's going to give it time to do the Libun properly. It's not like a one second thing now. Like it, got, it got hot, it's fine. Libun, they have to burn out whatever's inside. And therefore, the easiest answer is if you have a soft oven, yes. Uh, if the, the easiest, and if you're not going to put it up, then the easiest answer is same thing as before. I should cover them. I, can, I have to, I will take foil, I will cover all the prongs of my grate until the end, right, with a double layer of foil, like I said before, and if they're properly covered, then it's okay. Bleas can't go through two levels. And if that's the case, then I don't have to worry about new grates or cushion grates, 
If I cover my grates with two layers of silver foil, the whole, not just the, remember, I have to cover the whole side, which is coming to the end, because I don't know exactly where, where food would have fallen to, but I can cover my grates, and that's okay. That's less likely, because it's not actually my fight. But there's, whatever the, the area which comes up, which my pot would rest on, I would have to cover. Now, something about this idea that, that what you can do is you can put a Shabbos blech or a metal sheet on top of the stove top, turn on the burners, and then you get you get the, all, the, all the flames burning together. It makes it very hot underneath, and that counts as libun. That counts as libun kal. So we go back to what we said before. If you're holding libun kal and it's good enough for Pesach, then it's okay. You can run the rates of libun kal. If there's a chumrud not to, not to be so quick to run libun kal for Pesach, so then the the eight of covering is a better eight. It takes into account the, the shit that it's libun kal is not enough, and then you'll be you'll be allowed to use the grates. Um, if you have electric, electric, electric burners, so if you have one of the old ones, which means you have the actual like silver or black burner there, which you put the pot directly on, again, you don't have to cash the burner itself, it's the Makama Asian, it burns itself out, you will have to cover the area around it. Like, like It's exactly the same as the, as the top of the stove, which you can fall on, it will need to be cashed. If you have a glass, if you have a glass stuff, the stuff's, uh, that's a range, so you have the the burners under the glass, it's reinforced glass, so you may not have to, the glass isn't going to crack, but imagine the whole thing is one sheet of glass, so now you have to cash it. Again, the area where the burner is not, the same thing as before, it's connected to the edge, it burns like that. The rest of the glass is not going to be as hot as the area connected to the burner, and people always like to argue about this point. The proof is, put on the burner, put the pot next to it and see if it cooks. But it doesn't get as hot. The glass next to it has the area on top of the burner, and if that's the case, we don't say it's connected to the edge on the rest of the glass, and if that's the case, you're going to have to cash it like before. But uh, here it's uh, all covered, all covered. For those people who have an induction uh, uh, stove top, covering doesn't go, it's not going to work because you're going to ruin the you're going to ruin the way the magnetism works and it won't work, wash it. So you have no ace, you're going to have to cash it. You want to use the same uh, cooking, so to speak, top for right. So you're going to have to cash it properly. You have to cash the whole thing. How would you cash it without breaking the glass sheet? Boiling water, but they have it's, it's tempered grass. If it can take the, head, the, the, hem, the heat of a boiling pot, it can take the heat of the aluminum. Next, hot plates. Hot plates. Now, the hot plate is a problem because we don't have the money of connected ash. It doesn't get hot enough to burn itself out. And if that's the case, all it does is create bliss. Which means it creates a headache because it has bliss of harm, especially if you have to cook, you have to harness, whatever is in the hot plate, so it will be layer. But Mitzanashani, it's not hot enough to say that it's going to just kill, to burn its own beers out. The Mitzias, it doesn't, it's not made to get that hot. So it's a Vavavias, the Respoi, it's not a Kenegadaish. If that's the case, um, again, advisable, the Khatrida, get yourself a new hot plate. It's not such an expensive thing to get. For Pesach, get a different hot plate. If that's not an option, if that's not an option, so now it is going to be to cover it, like everything else, two times, and uh, make sure there's no Mamashas on it first, cover it twice, and then you can use it. Sorry? If you map it to every Shabbos to cover it, as well, then you have to change the cover for Pesach, and another cover also, and then you're, you're okay with that. So Cashering hot cover. plates isn't then, such a good idea. Then you'd only need one cover, right? If you always cover it once for Shabbos, so you take off that one cover, then you just cover the hot plate once? If nothing ever spoke. If my cover for Shabbos was a fantastic cover and nothing ever spoke and got underneath it, then yes. Right. Those ovens which have a, which have an option to open and close, there's not a built-in oven. You have one of these metal ovens which has a lid which can open and close. So of course, the back lid of the oven is, it can be belay from anything which falls in it, like any other surface. So again, we have the same two options. You're going to cash it or you're going to cover it. 
There's always going to be our two options. So those guys, that goes through ovens, burners, hot plates. Now, kettles. Kettles and uh, microwaves. So the kettle is a particularly difficult thing to deal with. Even though you think, what's the big deal? Right, I'm just boiling water in it. Right? And we have two problems with kettles, which is the Matthias. The first one is, the problem is, things tend to splash and hit the kettle on the outside. Uh, and you just learned in 730 base that if something hits the outside, it's into the wall of the whole Akli. And even though for as long as it gets cold, you're not worried about it, but you want to heat up the kettle again. And therefore, things are going to come back. And now we're talking about even time problem is a problem. And it's very hard to catch the outside of the kettle. So therefore, unless you want to do area in the whole outside of the kettle, that's our problem, not the inside. The problem is the outside. Right? It's in a Matthias where in the, in the course of the year, it's, it's going to get slashed by something. Right? If that's the case, it's so much easier for us to buy a different kettle for Pesach. Again, it's not expensive implement. And I don't have to worry about cashering the outside of the kettle where we that there was something hit it and it was never into the wall of the kettle. All those things, the... the the Shabbos, the Kulin's country anyway, the Shabbos ends, which means they have a separate layer of outside in order for people to burn themselves. So, that, so there's a difference, there's a separation. It's actually an air, you can see it, gap between the two. But you're right, what touches the outside isn't going to go through the air to the inside clean to touch the inside clean. In a case like that, my only problem is going to be um, the, the spout. To make sure that nothing touched the spout and the night they went into it or whatever was underneath it. I'm going to have to do pour boiling water, clean it well, and pour boiling water on it. Right. The metal, like industrial size, Shabbos, uh, Shabbos uh, water heaters, like they have in the coil or in every big thing like that. So there's only one layer of metal, and then you got the same problem. If something touches the outside, it's going to get near the inside. Microwaves are a big machlekas if you can catch a microwave. The reason is, is because you can't really, what happens to the microwave? When the, the way that the, the, it works is that uh, the microwaves agitate the particles, it causes, the, it causes steam, right? it causes heat, but not to the microwave, just to the food. And if that's the case, the bleas which are going to be in the walls of the microwave come at them from the steam coming off the food because there's a lot of zen in the microwave, you can see it, and it's going to be nibbled into the walls. How do you machshir the walls? We don't have the matter of the oven that the walls are hot and therefore burn the zen. The walls stay cold. So how do you machshir the microwave? So the machlaikis are poison, which doesn't really have a clear psak, so it's a big machlaikis, and that is kanzea machshir zeh. In other words, we say kabbalah kachpaltoi, but no one ever said it by Zaya, at least in the early Paiskim. And therefore, Kenzaya Machshir Zaya, which means, if that's a boiled up chicken soup in my microwave, now, if I would now take a pot of water and boil up boiling water, so do I say that the steam of the water can take out the bleas of chicken soup? We don't find the Makar for this. And they said, this is fine, why not? If, if everything works in the way where it goes in, the way it goes out, why not? Why shouldn't Zaya work also? But we don't have a Makar that that's how, that's how Zaya works. And therefore, if you hold those Paiskim, it holds that you can rely on this fire. Then the way to catch the microwave is first to clean it to make sure there's no mamoshes which stuck to the or grease or oil which stuck to the roof. Clean the tray, the, the glass revolving tray, and then put in a big thing of water. Uh, keep it in the microwave until it boils very nicely. We'll cover everything with there, and then we'll say that uh, it will take out the bleas like that. How long is that about? A few minutes after we got to boiling point. And then uh, it gets full of steam. Beyond boiling point. No one is startable. Now you have to, once it's boiling, now it's producing steam, we give it. Now, that's person can hold that Zaya isn't Makshi Zaya, so then there's no practical way to catch your microwave. Because the way to catch it is going to be with, with Hagala, or pouring boiling water on it, and uh, there's no way you can pour boiling water in all the surfaces of the microwave. The reason for that being is you have the, the fan element at the back, which is also gets full of Zaya, and you can't catch it there. 
And again, the Merkel won't work without it. If you block the fan, the Merkel's not going to work. So if you're going to hold it like those sheets, there isn't an ice if you use the Merkel and Besser. Okay, that's as far as kitchen appliances go. Yeah, it's spice game. It's spice game. It's spice game. It's, it's in the previous star. It's not a old machlagus. It's a new thing in microwave. But like I said, the glass tray for sure. Since things much as we fall there, I'm gonna have to pour boiling water, which is fine. That's that I could do. Now the other smaller kitchen appliances that people use, um, again, they get, they just become more tricky because they're hard to clean properly. I'm talking about uh, mixers, blenders, uh, like hand blenders, all these uh, things which like beat up work, all these kind of small appliances, uh, theoretically the same halakha is always going to apply. And that is, if I could cash it, I could cash it. A lot of these things aren't used with hot food, and therefore it wouldn't be such a problem to, to be in Jagada. The practical problem is how are you going to get into the, in, through the whole system to make sure that there's no food residue which gets stuck inside. If you have a way to do that, take it apart and clean each part properly, and then clean it properly, then I would, I would be able to make sure it. And Jagada, they can bless afterwards if there would be blessed, and uh, that would be okay. A lot of these things, because it's small pieces or because it's, it's built as one unit, which I can't assemble, so I have a practical problem. I can't, I can't take it apart well enough to make sure there's no residue of food inside, and which is a, in which case I have a problem uh, using for Pesach. I guess this isn't a new problem. The Chazal already spoke about it in the Gemara. And that is the, when Chazal talking, can I make sure a knife for Pesach? So the Gemara says, yeah, the blade's not a problem. You can do it on the blade or leave it on the blade, depending on what I used it for. But what about the handle? And what about the area where the lead meets the handle? Because I have to open it up and make sure that there's no food which can stuck inside. And that's going to be the gas for all the cadmium I want to reuse for Pesach. If it's a straightforward clean, it's like a metal tray or a glass or something like that, it's very easy to do. I got it and just put in boiling water, they're okay. Anything which is screwed together or has different parts which connect. So I have to go to the place where the two parts connect and make sure that I think it's stuck in between them because if there is going to be food in between them, then I got it's not going to help. I have to first clean out the food. So if it's something I can unscrew and take apart, if you need to put a piece separately, then I'm satisfied that it's clean, there's no food or no residue of food here, then I can do a gala, or live with depending on what I'm talking about, and it'll be an But if it's those things which I can't take apart, or that there's areas which I can't clean properly within the clay, then doing a gala doesn't work. A gala only works like a place, it doesn't help when I have my mushrooms. It's just a cold clay. The second is people want to use their Kiddush cup for Pesach, whilst they do a gala on it. It's not quite clear. The person really asks why. No one uses the kiddush cup for hot things. They use it for cold. So the chayyim have to wash it well. Why should you wash it? It's got on it. And they say different sources. Maybe it's on the table with hot food. So maybe something splashed in it, or maybe something was there for 24 hours. You didn't clean out the cup after you had a little whiskey in it, and then if you have whiskey in the kiddush cup, I don't know, but it will be the kind of you have a problem of kavush. Right? Even though we don't have such a convincing reason to do it, right? Lemay said it's still brought down as halacha. They say just the reason is because the kiddush cup is on the table with chametz the whole year. So it's a chumrah they accept on themselves. Whatever you're going to say, is, even though we don't really have a good reason why it should be needed to go that's what's brought down. Other things you, you want to use, other things you use on the table. So we don't have this chumrah, it's not brought down. But it's something to today to be careful about. Which means, even things which aren't food, but you have a vase you put flowers in, or you have a, a holder for benches or, table or napkins, whatever it's going to be, yes, whatever you call them. But things like this, if they're on the table with chumrah, then they at least have to be checked. And make sure that there's no chumrah which is on them. The same thing applies to chairs. Right? No, you're not putting food on your chair. But the master chairs at the table tend to collect crumbs, especially if you have wooden chairs which have like areas where the upholstery meets the wood, or you have a fancy design in your chair. So there's areas in between the, the pieces of wood, or whatever it's going to be, or the, the back of the chair, which things are getting stuck inside. Again, you don't have to be cash, they have to be checked. These are places where chomets 
could get to, especially since it's something which the is always in contact with, and therefore you should have to check it. So the vase just has to be washed? Washed. But it doesn't have to be... Uh, no, 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 just make sure it's clean. Just 